Welcome to the Aiki Dojo podcast. I am David Ito, Chief Instructor of the Aikido Center of Los Angeles. And with me, I have Glenn Yoshida-sensei. Welcome. Thank you very much. So, Yoshida-sensei, I wanted to talk to you about authenticity. Yes. Auth- authenticity in Aikido. Uh-huh. So, this, there's this idea that in order to make Aikido uh, authentic, the attacks need to be more real. They need to be more contemporary. We got to change the attacks to make them more um, understandable. But that I don't know if that really makes something more authentic. Authentic. I think you can find falsehood anywhere. You can make anything into a sham very easily. Yeah. And the thing about Aikido is we are studying, we are practicing a form, basic form that is, what is the word, archaic. And we're, we're, Aikido is based on someone it's with a blade. And this is not the way we are attacked nowadays. So it's a training method, but it still has to be authentic, has to be correct. You look at uh, well, any martial art, like well, not anyone, but let's take something like Kendo. Kendo is dealing with us, two people with swords. And you go, well, okay. And you look at the sojutsu, the spear. Somebody with a spear. Now, when was the last time we encountered somebody with a spear <laughs> yeah. out there, you know? Yeah. Uh, or um, 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 kudo. You know, you're shooting a Japanese bow. Come on, but, but, you know, the thing is, there was this Olympic athlete who was attacked in downtown LA with a large pole pipe so it's, <laughs> so it's it's i so guess it's, it's, got, it's, it's, got it's, it's relevant right yes it is well um with aikido okay um in, in terms of aikido i see a lot of it's it's trendy oh yeah like there's a lot it's very fadicious faddish yeah faddish a lot yeah, of fashion yeah, in aikido fashionable fashionable yeah and and it's it's oh i was watching something on the youtube and and I said to myself, oh, I felt so sad for the, the young man who was training in this and learning how to do it wrong, putting all his effort, all his time, all his vigor and sweat into learning something wrong. I thought, that's so sad. You know, um, to have learned that the world is not flat, <laughs> you know, or that the the... the the, the sky is not a blanket with holes in it, you know. When suddenly you realize that and you might be in way, way down the path and age-wise and you go, darn it, what did I do? What did I do? I wasted my time. So I thought, yeah, it, it, it goes back to when you're training, you're trying to find what is real, shall I say, authentic, Um Something that's archaic is our shomen uchi, but you still have to learn how to do it properly. You you have to um, not have any openings. So the the training, like with uh, shomen uchi, is um, the way I see it is okay. If I if I have to do the attack on shomen uchi, okay, that's my my uh, agreed upon role in our training. Um, I have to establish proper my eye. 
yeah. to make it authentic. I just cannot come up and put my hand so you can throw me. That's that's uh, that's providing a service for which I uh, have to charge. <laughs> okay, you know, but it's not. It's it's an agreed upon um, role in our training, and in a few throws, then it'll be your turn to do the same to me, right? So my role here is to provide for you the the, the best honest, honest ukemi that I can, which means I just don't go up and whack you because you might poke me in the nose. You have every right to do that. So I have to stand there, take enough my eye, and now and attack at the proper moment. There is a moment when there is an opening, either inadvertently uh, visible, yeah, that you had an, an opening, or you created a false opening for me that sucked me in. And so I've that, had that. So then there's this this feeling of uh, either the uke or the nage, the, the uke is attacking with an authentic attack. Yeah. And then the nage is doing an authentic technique based on whatever attack is being presented. Yeah. So um, we are using a, how shall I put it? Um, uh, a one-to-one encounter, martial encounter, life and death encounter as our training platform. So if you're standing there as the nage, if you're constantly pushing out your kokyu, yeah, and standing there, and this this kokyu, I see it as a as a as a bubble, yeah, kokyu air is around you. I cannot come in. And I will not attack because I, to do so would be like you're gonna get me. So, have you ever felt that in your training? Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you go with who? Yeah. Hmm? With, with, was it with a, a, a specific person? Well, um, what happened was I was uke for um, Chiba Sensei at a seminar. He came to Pamplona, and I was having a heck of a time. With my timing, I was so scared. <laughs> That's what it was. I just and so what he did was he um he grabbed me and he threw me all the way to the back of the room, you know, several times. And then he says, "Are you ready?" I said, "Hi," and you know, kind of put me back in my uh, the proper mode. Mm. And um, as I recall, okay, I'm the only one you can can tell the story. So mid air. He's telling me there is a proper moment to attack. That while you're in the air, well, I'm well, I'm taking a fall. He goes, "There's a more." You know, this is all subjective, right? right. It's also only what my, what I remember. Um, who knows? You can't tell me it wasn't because you weren't there, right? Yeah, but that's what I recall. There is, a, I don't know what he grunted at as he was walking away, but I feel like I was being told this while I was in the air. So there's a moment to attack. And so, I believe it was uh, w- with the empty hand. And um, what I recall is I felt a coqu. And then I was projecting also. And suddenly I felt um, a dent, like uh, there's an opening, like uh, the Red Sea kind of thing opened up. And so I, I said, there's the opening, and I came in. And as I did, in the back of my mind, I go, no, you don't want to do this, you know? And so I struck, 
And then he wasn't there. He had vanished. And I thought, I know where he is. He's right behind me. <laughs> and he was. And I learned a couple of things from that. One's the, the, um, it, what you have, you train. And it's, this was a seminar and I was not on the mat practicing. I was the uke. So I had a lot of mental, emotional time to recover between my encounters with him. But, um, which is why practice can be emotionally exhausting. Um, anyway, so he, he had projected the kokyu, and I believe he, he made an opening, sucked me in, and enveloped me. That, that's the, the, the subjective image I have. And we were told, I was told by some other senpai previously, uh, you have to swallow your uke. You have to swallow the other person, bring him into your kokyu, your ma'ai, and then he's yours. Then you do whatever. And that's, that's kind of me metaphorical, but that's what you do. If you have somebody in your ma'ai, you control him, yeah, then you can do the, whatever you want. Uh, you can do any technique and control them. And this is what, uh, well, uh, a properly done technique is. But the authenticity has to be with... I wasn't just coming up and doing this hand motion at him. I was really trying to hit him. Mm. I was I was trying to hit him in the head, yeah, because that's that's what you're supposed to do, and you have to have that feeling, and that that sharp sharp focus that this is all you're going to do, that you must perform this strike and not kind of look around and go oh yeah now here it comes, but you have to be well balanced because you are. You're in danger when you, you're in uke because by striking, you have committed to that moment and you have a lot of ski. Yeah. When you, when you, when you strike, you cannot defend. So I see a lot of times when uh, people do, um, katate tori techniques, the uke puts his hand up. I go, that's BS, man. You ain't blocking. That other hand is not blocking because the grab to the wrist is not the attack. The grab to the wrist is a precursor to the punch in the face. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. not the attack. That, but that's the thing people forget. Uh, the as soon as the first attack stops, the second attack is coming. Yeah, and that grabbing someone is not an actual attack; it's an arrest. Yeah, it's to suppress that hand so that you could do something else, right? Yeah. But then they could think, oh yeah, people just grabbing your wrist, and that's you know the oldest joke in Aikido, yeah. right? Grab my wrist. Grab my wrist. Yeah. Grab my wrist. Punch. Yeah. Mm. And so. And and so from from the nage side, you extend your wrist. He grabs you, punch. Mm. Yeah. So uh, as you're attacking, you you've committed to that. Nage hasn't committed. He's just offered. And and you, you know. So you you anyway. You have to be looking for that opening, and that's what you're ser searching for. Uh, this is the authenticity. Uh, so I do the the appropriate attack at the right space, the right time, yeah, what I can perceive that to be. Nage, because it's basically his training we're working with, yeah, is allowed to create that opening for me and suck me in and then um, involve me in uh, irimi and uh, shikaku. Yeah? So that has to be authentic. And the throw he does, he has to get off the line or I'm going to hit him. And I will not apologize if I hit him. If I hit you, yeah, if I get hit, and I've had partners that after, if I can get, sneak in and get a hit, I've been told, 
good strike. Yeah, I said, yeah, let's try it again. This time, get out of the way. Yeah, and um, that's the way, that's, that's what I mean by authenticity. And it's not like, well, getting back to what I was uh, saying was, is that so much of Aikido practice now, people are just presenting a platform from which to be thrown. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to take Ukemi for you. We're not really, I think we were talking about this in the lab po- last podcast where you said that you have to give an authentic attack so that they can do an authentic move. Mm-hmm. But the authentic, today it's not really an authentic attack. It's, I mean, all martial arts are contrived. Yeah. But this is the opportunity for that, for it not to, it's contrived but not contrived, right? That you, you're supposed to stand in your kamae, your yeah. stance, and you're supposed to be so intent, so focused that there's no opening. And then you allow an opening, a ski to open so that that person feels like they can attack. And then yeah. they, and then because you opened it up for them, they attack, attack authentically, you know, mm-hmm. meaning um, with real intent. So maybe the the word authentic is not is maybe a loaded word, but it's it's with real intent. Yeah, real intent. And then you're gonna you're going to negotiate that real attack, that authentic attack, mm-hmm. with whatever is presented because you don't know if it's a punch, it's a kick, it's yeah. a grab, it's a it's a low hit, whatever it is, or weak hit. Mm-hmm. And then you move in because your intent on the naga side is authentic as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you will do. Um, I. I firmly attack and then he does a weak entry then you know if you come in too slowly then i'll turn on you yeah if i have that time yeah and that would be as honest a practice shall i say as as can be because if i strike you let's say again go that's good one yeah if you create the opening i strike and your irimi was too slow or you're not quite in Shikaku, then... Um, what, what is Shikaku? Shikaku is that blind spot where I can't do anything, ah. can't see you. The best one is when you just vanish. And I've, uh, it's it's possible. It's not that not that impossible, but that, you know, just disappear. And that has to do with... Um, okay, since we're on that thing. It, it has to do with, I believe, we've done a couple times at our own practice where... You get so worked up and so excited, you're starting to get tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah. And your eyes are taking in, what, 10 frames a second? Something like this. Yeah. Because you yeah, your eyes can only take in a thousand bits or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Something like that. And you can move right between that. Yeah. And so, and when I'm striking too, I, I'm doing this and I will not see you move. Yeah. I will not see you. And you're going to be here and I'm going to go, where do you go? Yeah, that's where they say like your eyes are become so intent yeah. that when you blink, you don't even know that you're blinking, mm-hmm. and the person moves in yeah. in that blink. That's the one, and they just vanish, just yeah. vanish, and that's the disappearing act. So this is what um, it, it, you don't get this in, in normal daily life talking to people. You no, this, or, or, you know? yeah, or, <laughs> yeah. Do, or doing your job at yeah. typing typing stuff up at yeah. work. Yeah, and so this is a really unique. Experience and you can only get this with somebody who's willing to sweat with you on the mat and and deal with you here like this, you know. And, yeah, yeah, and it's 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 a rare, precious moment. There's a uh, uh, MMA fighter Anderson Silva uh-huh. 
who knocked out, um, I think it was uh, Belfort, uh-huh. Vitor Belfort, kicked him in the face. Uh-huh. They're squaring off, yeah, and they're just staring at each other. Yeah. And then Anderson Silva just right up the middle, kicks him right in the face, knocks him out. Wow. But that's what you're talking yeah. about. This moment where the person is so focused and intent that they have to blink to wet their yeah. eyes again. Yeah. And that's that moment you disappear. Yeah. And then the boom, he got kicked in the face. Yeah. Knocked out cold. Yeah, and when you you start to lose your your vision, you're losing down here first. Yeah. So he came right in through that blind spot. Yeah. There was a shikaku. Yeah. He came right into it. That's yeah. beautiful. And that you that is a very um, serendipitous you know thing that happens very rarely mm-hmm. that you can move. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing you're trying to get in with this training. Yeah. yeah. The shikaku. Yeah. And and, and um, you you can get to it only with. A partner who's willing to do that, yeah, and and tons of repetition, tons of repetition, yes, yes, and when you can repeat that, you go, yeah, now we have a, a, a some kind of training platform here, yeah, because there's all these stories of Osensei disappearing, and then reappearing over here. Watch the old videos of him. You know, I, I think there was an interview with uh, Tamara Sensei, what it was like to take Ukemi from him, and I watched the old videos they have on the rooftop there. Mm-hmm. You go, why is he attacking and doing Shomeuchu and Osense is no longer there? Yeah, he, he's like this. Yeah, and and Osense, Osense is, is over gone. here already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, he didn't see that. No. He didn't see that. That's that's that. what you're talking about is the person is minding that shikaku. Yeah. They're minding that timing. But the thing is that they can't mind that timing if you're just... No. If you're not yeah. fully committed. You have to have that full yeah. commitment, that authentic attack. Yeah. And they are doing that. Yeah. And I, I thought, yeah, if, if I had that with that focus like this in that moment with Chiba Sensei, can you imagine what they had with uh, O Sensei? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but then what brings out that tunnel vision? Yeah. Like that 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 fear. Yeah. Right? That that fear of this tr- this authentic alter altercation yeah. between the two of you brings out that fear mm-hmm. and then you you're you're you have to tunnel vision yeah. because that's what we do when we become afraid yeah but then that's where that person moves in but you're but it's not so much a fear like you're afraid he, you're, he's going to beat you up mm-hmm. it's I, i'm fear is not maybe fear is not the right word but it's like you're focused so intently because it because it's serious yeah yeah it's authentic right yeah. and so people today think authentic authenticity is like make it real oh well tackles um uh, boxing jabs you know these all things but like and you can that does make it more Mm -hmm. real but is that authentic because again strike grab punch kick block whatever it is it's all the same because Mm -hmm. it has the same authentic intent Mm -hmm. that the person is supposed to have exactly exactly so so getting back to this show man which yeah um these guys that are just presenting platforms, you know, they're cheating themselves out of a, of a great experience. Yeah, well, they, they say that you're cheating yourself. You are one moment farther away from enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the, because, of, because of the inauthentic moment. And it's hard because people, you know, we, we don't, we, this is, all these things are taken out of context, right? Mm-hmm. There's snippets of video. We don't see how they came about. We don't see what the person's really all about. Mm-hmm. We just see what we think is demonstration Aikido, right? Yeah. This, this person's, this person is, um, uh, demonstrating their mule, 
their their level of enlightenment, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for us to understand if they're really truly authentic. But the thing is, it comes off as it creates inauthenticity mm-hmm, because now mm-hmm. people aren't really stepping in with a strong yeah, shomenichi. Yeah. You know, they're just going like yeah, that. Yeah. And then the person's already decided to move in. You already know he's going to do Idiminage, Kodagashi, Koshinage, or something like that. And you've prepped yourself to take that ukemi. Right. And, and, uh, you know what's going to happen. And that's, this is, uh, oh, you said the, something the, the other day, which was really interesting. You said that Arikawa Sensei said there is no ukemi. There's no ukemi. There should be no ukemi. Yeah. And I, I think, um, Daitoryu, uh, Kondo Sensei says that too. But we take ukemi so that we can continue training. Yeah, yeah. We make it safe. Yeah? Right. So I have altered my throwing um, so you can take a fall. Yeah, I can I can get the essential part of the, the waza done. And then I do something so you fall over so you're not bored. If we stop there, yeah, if we were to stop, it's okay, reset, yeah, get back. Yeah. I mean, you I find that very unsatisfying. If I if I come in a showman and you go, bang, got you, punched you in the rib, okay, go back. But if you do the waza, then I get to expel my energy and yeah. take a nice fall and feel good about it, you know? And uh, you get to, to do a, a, a throw. But the throw is really, when you get down to it, it's just gravy. Because if you had a blade in your hand, I'm all done for. Yeah, the person punched you, that was actually a knife. That was, yeah. Because people think that a punch in Aikido is not that that nukedsuke thing, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a punch. It's a thrust that's supposed to be like as yeah. if you had a knife. Yeah, yeah. And it, and if I come at you with a knife, you're going to pull your knife. Yeah. Yeah, and do me because you're armed and I'm armed. But I got this. Yeah. And I'm dead. So the throw that we do, the kotegaishi or what have you, it's... um. Yeah, the, the throw is gravy. Mm. Yeah, to 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 finish off, and and let us complete a an exercise. But or help you work work it out. It helps you work it out. Help you work it out, and it's a well. You think about it. That's another art. You're throwing somebody. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's uh it's fun. You know, to take falls and things like that. But that's not the 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 point of of the 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 encounter we have. The point of how should I put it. The point is, since we're talking about authentic, I will come in to strike you properly, correctly, with intent, and you will enter with intent. And at that moment, I'm I'm gone. Yeah, I, I've had it, I think. And then you, you do the throw, which is uh, secondary, I suppose you could call it. But the whole purpose of me giving you this attack is not so you can throw me. The point of doing that is for you to deal with this. Yeah, and in yeah, that moment, yeah. you live one moment of authenticity. Yeah, yeah. That you hope can, you can create more of yeah. and then live an entire life of yeah. Authentic- yeah. authenticity. Yeah. yeah, so that that, that first encounter, that, that's, that's the, yeah. So, but then why can't we just change the attack to wrestling, to kickboxing, to kicks, to jabs, to boxing, why don't we just do it like that to make it more authentic and fun? Authentic, um, fun. Yeah, we could, we could, but we'd have to ho- figure out a whole bunch of uh, ways to deal with it. I, I've, I've seen uh, 
that that film of uh, the wrestler, pro wrestler, trying to uh, tackle uh, Tohei Sensei. Yeah. And it couldn't get him. Kept putting him down. But, you know, it's... it's uh, that's not what Aikido is. I mean, we, we're doing an archaic form which deals with this. And we could do that jab thing. We could do it, I guess. I just never thought of it. I don't know how to jab. I can do shomeuchi. <laughs> but uh, but if, if people want to talk about that that kind of thing, or let's say boxing, then uh, let's learn how to punch yeah. let's, let's, to make it authentic. Shomeuchi, too, the, the, the confusing thing I had was they said, oh, there are no attacks in Aikido. Yeah, so how am I supposed to learn shomeuchi? How is it that at Hombu Dojo they said, there are no attacks in Aikido, but all the senses could hit me in the head really solidly. I mean, <laughs> I don't get that. That's the you know, and 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 Uchideshi would go, Utsu, you know, they would hit you. Shibata sensei, Seki sensei, Miyamoto, all of them, they could hit you really solidly in the head. Oh, but there are no attacks in Aikido. Hey, come on, let's be consistent. Here, you know, but that's a that's a very Japanese thing to say. Yeah. There are no attacks in Aikido. There are no murders in Japan. Yeah, yeah. Like if you watch Tokyo Vice, uh, yeah. there are no murders in Japan. Wait, what, but somebody got murdered. No, that person died of a yeah, of yeah. natural causes. <laughs> <clears throat> they, they died of natural causes yeah. of from blood loss from yeah. being stabbed yeah. at 30 yeah. times. Yeah, that's natural, natural, natural causes. Yeah. Yeah. And the, you know, but that's a very Japanese thing to do to keep statistics a certain way to under to keep. It, it's like I don't know if you would what do you call it theme based thinking, where <laughs> right, there are no murders in Japan. Yeah. People die. Oh, I know, but the, the person died of lead poisoning from the bullet. Yes, <laughs> yeah. from the bullet. You know, but but essentially they didn't yeah. die from a murder. Yeah. Well, you know that, that there are no attacks on Aikido, but this person is hitting you in the head. They're not necessarily attacking you. I mean. They're kind of talking their way around it, right? Then, then I, I, I came to, to think there are no systematized attack forms. Well, but there's no systematized attack forms because in the old days of Aikido, correct me if I'm wrong, people had to come in with prior martial arts yeah, yeah. and sword training. So, then, yeah, oh, since he's not teaching anybody, they, he didn't teach you Me. You already kind of knew Me because uh, striking offensive-based arts are deal primarily in eating yeah, meat yeah and so yeah there's no they don't need to oh since he's not teaching you how to properly punch yeah. because you already know how to move in and punch yeah. you know so on a certain level they don't teach that so it's not that there's no attacks in aikido mm. we just don't work on them because yeah. you should already know so go get a boxing coach yeah. to yeah. learn how to strike yeah well it's, it's like my experience with show me which is we had to teach ourselves how to do it you know watch the people who who were ukes who went up with uh like the uchideshi yeah watch them what did they do and you you kind of copy that form and um you figure it out you could you can figure out a shomen uchi how to do that based on uh again using a sword yeah, yeah? it's it's uh real close so then, thing. you know, the kind of a side question is, how do you learn that ski that uh, Kiriyotoshi goes cuttings if you don't practice sword? Got to practice sword. Yeah, you need to do that. And um, does that make it more authentic to practice sword? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, um, I I did uh, EI, I did the Kenjutsu. How much? What kind of EI did you do? 
Yeah, what kind? The Jiki Dine Shinyu. It's uh, uh, what with was it? Muso Shinden. Oh, Muso Shinden? Oh. From, uh, yeah. With yeah. the, um, with everybody else doing it with the, um, Mitsuzuka Sensei. Yeah, yeah. Takeshi Mitsuzuka. Yeah. And it was, um, it was good because we, we had a foreigner's class and so we all kind of stuck together. Where did they train at? We, we trained at the Yotsuya police station. Oh. Yeah. And the police were really, really nice. They said, oh, here they come again, you know. And we had on Sundays, uh, one of the uh, senpai would come in and he would train. But on the weekdays and like, uh, I think weekdays, I guess, we'd have class. And it was just uh, foreigners, Americans and DDA. <laughs> but but <laughs> it's almost American. Yeah. You didn't hear that, did you? Anyway, so, um, yeah, that, that learning how to cut and... Um, that was good because uh, the the EI swords we got had that blood groove. Yeah, and so you hear to, it. Yeah, you had to hear it. You had to hear it. There wasn't the goal, but if you didn't swing it right, you wouldn't hear that. Yeah, and um, that helped a lot. And the the balance when you swing in something that heavy, you better be balanced. Now they have swing trainers. Swing trainers. It's a thing you put on the blade. And it measures if it does if it's done correctly. So you can oh, look at it in a computer. Oh, I am I am doing it right. Oh, how how good. Yeah, how nice. The luxury of computers. The digital sword. There yeah. You go. But then when you actually hit someone and you're cutting them in half. Yeah. No, no way to simulate that. No. <laughs> no, that you know, like they they had this robot um, that they programmed to cut water. Uh huh. And then it went against uh, Isao Machida Mochida. The famous Yaroist. Yeah, yeah. He was cutting water. So I think they had to cut 100 water. Yeah. And the machine did it faster. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the machine's cut, yeah. um, where the water fell, it's all chaotic. Uh-huh. But if you look where um, the Yaro teacher cut, yeah. it's all uniform. So the other thing could cut. It was just it was just a robot, indiscriminate. Yeah, yeah. Just moving the blade here and there, not really worrying about how the how the water falls. Mm, mm-hmm. You know, which is an important part of your training. I as saw well. that on MythBusters where they had that uh, machine. Yeah, and I looked at it and I said, "That's not right because it it didn't pivot." Yeah, the, the thing just held a sword and did this. Yeah, so it's fast. Yeah, but it didn't have that tip speed. Right. Yeah. So the guys who designed the machine didn't quite do it right. But then you have to be. There's no way for you to be a high-level Yadoist and a mechanical engineer at the yeah, same time, yeah, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's usually one or the other. One or the other. But that getting back to that uh, sword training, yeah, it, it, um, it, it you learn. Uh, I think bokken is is good, but you got to hold that, even if it's a, a mogito, if it has the weight. Then you learn how to handle that weight. It's a completely different game. Yeah, doing it with a mogito yeah. than it is a boken. Mm-hmm. Especially when you do yada with one or the other, and you go, "Whoa, this Whoa. is." And I'm, I would imagine if you did it with a real shinken, you'd be like, "This is totally different." The the, the mogito is one thing, and that's why in EI Mitsuzuka Sensei made when you became a sandan, which I didn't get to, you, you have to use shinken, and think it's a different game yeah different game you're not cutting anybody 
Yeah. You're protect you're well, you're not cutting it, but you're you're trying not to not get to, cut. Yeah, not to cut cut your own hand through or and, something. And when you use the mojito, you never touch the blade, never touched no. you at all. But suddenly with this blade in your hand, you go, Whoa, it's a little different here. Little level of respect changes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because there this thing this thing does wield life and death. Yeah. Yeah. So um I, I did this with uh, at our dojo. We had a, I have a, I guess a tanto, and I had one of the children learn how to handle this thing. Very simple, just a shomen cut, and tenkan and shomen cut. Not not difficult at all, and uh, no danger unless she, you know, poked herself with the tip. But uh, it was not a sharp blade. It was a mogito, but her level of concentration changed. Her posture changed. And it became more authentic. More authentic, and her, yeah, and uh, she, she did a lot better during the open-handed training because she imagined having this, and it reminded her that this is what Aikido is. It's you have a weapon, the other person has a weapon, so you have to be very careful how you enter, because you could die. Yeah, that's that's the thinking you must have. Well, I guess that's the level. That's what makes it authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This le- the 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 line or the level of what life and death. Yeah, that people just changing the attack from showman to leg grabs mm-hmm. doesn't make it more authentic. No, no, and I that's what people. That's the thing that people are mistaking. Like uh, adding boxing attacks or grabbing attacks, tackles or whatever. Changing the technique is does not what makes it more real, more authentic. It's yeah. the intent of the practitioner. Yeah. And and what is the the point of Aikido dealing with somebody grabbing you? No, it is it is Shinshin Tanden. Yeah, it, it's the 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 um, austere training of your mind and body. Mm. This is what Aikido is. Yeah, and um, we use this form, but we have to have again going back to authenticity. This to get the benefit of the training. We have to think of it as life and death, and this trains our body, it trains our mind, mm. and and I, I believe betters us as people if we have this uh, level of focus and concentration. But then if you think about how does a person get that when they can't understand the attack? They yeah. can't understand Yokomunuchi, uh, Shomenuchi. Yeah. They can't understand Yokomunuchi. They can't understand Ski. Yeah. Because they're looking at it from a Westerner's point of view. Oh, a boxer does it like this, right? Yeah. Uh, they don't. They don't go like this. They go like this. Yeah. They have no one or whatever. The hook is more like that. Yeah. People. People today are more. Uh, BJJ is more fashionable. So I'm going to tackle you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, But yeah. so how does a Western person understand this attacks? They 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 need a different attack to make it more authentic. Is I think what, what people are mm. thinking. That's a that's a good question. Because to, to yeah. extrapolate eating me versus shomenuchi mm. or eating me versus a mm-hmm. jab or mm. a, or a straight punch is this is, is the same. Yeah, but then your mind thinks it's different. Mm. Like I don't know in your class when you bring out the tantos yeah. or the fake guns, yeah. people lose their minds. <laughs> we do the same technique. We do like you know kodagashi, yeah, yeah. and then we bring out the tantos, and they just lose their minds. They go, "No, we were just doing the same thing a second ago." Yeah. Without the tanto, but once they see that tanto, they yeah. they lose their mind. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> <clears throat> well, we're told, oh, you have to train like this knife is a is a metal knife. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, your imagination only goes so far, you know. If you actually put a wood, uh, even a butter knife in somebody's hand, it's a little different. But but haven't you ever noticed that they don't, they can't, they can no longer move crisply and smoothly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because it's a tanto, just because, you know, you think, what's the difference? But it's their, it's their mind that's yeah. the difference, mm-hmm. right? Because the thing is that perhaps when they were doing ski kodagaishi, they weren't really doing it authentically. And then now that the tanto's out, it becomes authentic. It yeah, becomes yeah. quote unquote yeah, real. Yeah. And then now you it, you have trouble making moving in because you weren't moving in authentically to begin with. Mm-hmm. I think that that let's say we we're, we're practicing ski, yeah, and, and nobody's imagining. They're not making. Like, I am. Said, yeah, yeah. I I imagine. That's all I ever think about. There's a blade over there. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Well. You know, if if they're practicing in earnest, they will be imagining, the uh, uh, projecting that this is a bladed weapon coming at them. But if their focus is not there, and uh, they're kind of talking about what are we going to do after practice, who's going to pay for the beer, then uh, of course you're not going to get much. You're going to be seeing somebody doing something like a kotegaishi or something like a, a technique, but it's not serious. It's not... Uh, Authentic. Yeah, but that's, it's just, authenticity is just in your mind then. They say, they say, and I've never trained with a real blade, that uh, if you, you train like it's a real blade when you don't have one, and when the real blade comes, you figure it's not a real blade. I, go, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, I've not reached that point. Yeah. So, um, but, but the, yeah, the, the authenticity is we're training, but we do not want to... Uh, really put our lives in danger yeah or or maim yeah. ourselves so um as far as our training can go the level that we are we can take our training is i can use a mogito yeah i will not let people f- mess with a real real blade i mean that's but then uh, if you do that it won't be authentic ah so only so far we can go in training because this is only training, right? So then authenticity, as you said before, is really just a, a product of your mind. Yeah, it it it, it you, an authentic you know, authentic authentic attack. Yeah, authentic, authentic attack. Intent. The, the intent is authentic. Yeah, and it's it's not reality, just authentic. Because if it were reality, it would be in shreds and in the the emergency room. Yeah, as as you as you got to mastery, you got all these uh, you know, belly wounds from getting stabbed with a knife. You know that one, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the idol's almost master ordering five beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, five five beers, please. Yeah, actually, the idol person, five beers, please. Yeah. <laughs> You're holding up uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> five fingers, but three, two of them were cut yeah. off. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but it's like that we joke about it, but that happens, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But why did the person cut themselves? Yeah, because the, I know one person who's self-taught in Aikido that was, pra- I mean, self-taught in Yaido and practicing Yaido, and when he did uh, this cut, you know, going backwards, he cut his own shoulder oh. and had to get stitches. But you know. He, He's not even shodan in Yaido, and he's using a shinken. So we laugh about you know people doing these things, and yeah, he needs to make it authentic, 
but you have to be ready to make something authentic. Yeah, yeah. It's not ready for that. Yeah, not you, at that point. You got. You can't be attacking the person on their first day, beating them up. That was authentic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was. Authentic. How did you? How did you taste us authenticity? No. Yeah. They got to build up to that. But the whole time, you're trying to train your mind to make it authentic, mm -hmm. right? And that's the thing you were saying. Like, you train as if this is a real knife. And then when they have the real knife, you pretend as, as if it's not a real yeah, knife. Pretend it's so not, that your yeah. mind doesn't get all crazy. But really, it just comes back to the authentic mindset, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right? Authentic. Well, I mean, I guess you could look at authenticity from the standpoint of, you know, I trained with Second Doshu. I trained with Osensei. I trained with Jim Johnson or whatever yeah. it is. That there's, I guess, the level of authenticity there. But there's a, you know, some of the most famous mathematicians are self-taught. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, and that you can still be self-taught and be authentic because authentic is just a mindset. But if if you know, my calligraphy teacher said the the main shortcut in training is to have a teacher. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's true. Because if you're just going to do calligraphy, you're just going like, you're just moving your arm mm -hmm, around mm -hmm. until you either get the quality of movement gets better or someone comes by and goes, oh, you got to keep your elbow down. Yeah. Yeah. So that, but that's a thing. It's a, it's a mindset where if you were authentic in your training, you would be receptive to um, criticism. Mm -hmm, someone says, mm -hmm. oh, you have to be, your foot has to be like this. Yeah. You go, oh, really? Okay. But instead, we hide behind what we call authentic, authentic and real, and so we don't have to change things. We don't. We never lose our position, or our status. Mm -hmm. And that comes to our, our ego, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah so I guess authenticity yeah. is really about your mind and your ego. Mind your ego, and, and if if you're trying to be authentic, and you know this kind of training, you will see your errors. And your partner will point them out to you, and you try not to do the same thing, same mistake twice. You want to hear a funny authenticity okay. story? Is that uh, <clears throat> we're here, uh, Yoshida Sensei and I are here in Delaware attending uh, Zenko Okimura Shihan's uh, celebration of life. The first time I met Okimura Sensei uh, was in Hawaii at Doshu's the 50th anniversary of O Sensei coming to. Mm. Oh, yeah, was that the first yeah, time you met him? The first him? time okay. I ever met him. And he walks in with this large retinue of students. And I was like, who's this guy? Right? <laughs> I didn't know who yeah. he was. I'm like, who's this dude, right? <clears throat> and he's got this, you know, and they're all really well trained. Th that's the interesting thing about Okimura Shihan students. They're all very well trained, mm -hmm. white belts and black belts. And I'm like, who's this guy? Mm -hmm. And then a couple years later, he's at a seminar, one of your seminars, and I see him out of the corner of my eye taking like the softest ukemi. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, dude, this guy's, you know, got to be in his 70s mm -hmm. or something i go i gotta try it out i this gotta be fake there's no yeah. way so we did reverse irimanage mm -hmm. and i tried to blast him through the floor yeah. and he just woo, woo, falls down like a feather <laughs> i was like no way man there's no way and then um i was watching him you know throughout the class and then and then for uh kokidosa mm -hmm. i go i gotta try skokidosa and then it was super soft and powerful and then you think, wow, man, this is what you want a person to be like at that age. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to be beating people up. It was he was, in a certain sense, his movement was very authentic. Mm -hmm, there wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't contrived, it wasn't fake, and I was really trying to resist him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So that, that's my uh, that's how mm-hmm. I, I came to meet uh, Okimura Shihan. Wow. What a good introduction. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but I mean, that's the thing where, where everyone, I think every person is searching for authenticity in every aspect of their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. How can I be an, you know, and you think, oh, I should divorce my wife and, and date this other person. That makes my, me more authentic. Not really, mm-hmm. right? What makes you more authentic is by acting with intent, mm-hmm. the proper intent, right? If you're going to attack someone, you attack them with the the strongest attack you can give them. And then if you're going to throw someone, you want to be authentic in your own movement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Well, this encounter that you have, you you want to offer as much as you can to your uke, to the the nage, right? Yeah. To to have uh, as much... He's going to spend the same amount of time throwing you right or wrong, yeah. So um, this is where they say you 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 project, and you offer to them the kokyu, and they will deal with it and throw you. And and that's uh, when you attack, you 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 give of yourself, right? And if you hold back, then it, it's not a full practice. It's not authentic exchange and here's the other person trying to do it right trying to do deal with it and you're only giving them a you're just wasting their time yeah wasting it yeah and but by, by your not being authentic in this thing not being real in your attack not being sincere that might be the better word um both of you lose out yeah yeah so um, if it's a beginner and they're trying their best and they're not getting it, that's all right. That's, that, that just means technical proficiency isn't there. But uh, the amount of training that they're getting is full. Yeah. yeah. It's the best to their ability. The best to their ability. Yeah. And so you, you, you must manage. So authentic doesn't mean like I, I crack you in the head. If I'm working with somebody who's, let's say, Oh, let's say a young Q, you know, somebody who kind of knows, kind of knows. Yeah. I will not blast them with super speed. Of course not. That would be wasting my time and theirs. But if I come in slowly, but with full intent, full focus, full balance, but slowly, yeah, and not uh, trying to cheap shot them, then this is uh, uh, proper ukemi. And if they move, they move right, semi-properly, then I will follow that movement. If they're doing iriminage, they will, if they make an attempt at kuzushi, then I will go with that, yeah. And if not, then I'll coach them through it. But then they, they can do the level best to get a proper technique down. And I have done my level best to give, albeit half-powered, yeah, but not nambi-pambi. It's full-on intent, but the power is turned down. Uh, ukemi, mm. then I think that uh, it becomes a pretty <clears throat> good practice, and they will they'll learn something from it. Yeah, and I will learn something from it because uh, you know if if I if you and I train and I just say here we go, you know here it comes, you know, and I find it open again, bang, and I say well, well, it doesn't. You better deal with this because uh, heck, man, you're dojo cho, and here we go. Come on, dojo cho, you know, and if it were one of uh, somebody, like I said, a young kid, they go, here we go, very gently, don't be afraid, you know, deal with it, deal yeah. with it. And, and coaching people through, I think that's, uh, that's, that's 
to me, that becomes authentic. It's not like, here you go, beginner, you know? Not well, yeah, that. that's not an authentic intent it's either. Not, yeah, but if it's like, you don't get out of the way, this is going to come down on your head, move, 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 get out of the you know? And you coach them through, that's, that's authentic because this is... So, but I mean, how does a person today with limited Japanese culture experience, limited martial experience, train authentically? I think because this is... Um, Aikido maybe nowadays is, is too widespread and people who are not qualified to teach are teaching it. That they're, 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 um, they're spreading the wrong or disseminating incorrect training, shall I say? I'll use the word incorrect or insufficient. So do you think that at what level should a person actually teach? What level should a person be? You know, like I met that person the other day who was second degree black belt and said, oh, yeah, I'm Dojo Cho. And I'm like, you know, Dojo Cho is a fifth, fifth degree black belt mm-hmm. um, title that you have to be fifth and above. You can't just, you and I start a dojo and yeah. I, you be chief instructor, I'll be Dojo Cho. Yeah. Now we call that, you're the manager, yeah, you yeah. know, but, but what, at what level, you know, if you're going to instruct people in the way, you know, you're, you're 60 some odd years, I'm 30 some odd years mm-hmm. in Aikido training. I am just getting to the level where, yes, I can, I can lead a dojo. Mm-hmm. The last 10 years was just a build up to this moment. And just now I'm just barely starting to lead my mm-hmm. dojo 15 years in, mm-hmm. you know? And so if you just started Aikido and you're not even a black belt, you know, there's all these people that have dojos, they're, they're not even black belts. That's, cr- I, I know of that's, one person who said, I'm a self-anointed black belt. Self-anointed, you use yeah. the word anointed? Yeah. Well. And I went, oh, well, that's good. Yeah, and, but yeah. in my mind, like, how the heck are you going to teach people? Yeah, yeah. All the trials and tribulations of training help culminate in this opportunity to lead people. And then all these trials and tribulations of leading people enable you to become a teacher. And that's sad. So that's what? Sad. So when, when can the question yeah. is when can you? Yeah. When should you? When should you? Other other than situationally, hey, the teacher just died. I'm showing on. Well, I guess I got to be the teacher now. Yeah. Well, that, that's 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 it happened. Happens. That's happened. If you have the situation where you can choose when to lead a dojo, I think. Um, instruct people you have to know have to have some semblance of some body of knowledge and if you don't have that body of knowledge how can you um, how can you disseminate information because a lot of this is information yeah and a lot of it is is skill training and of course as we go along our, our, our instructional technique gets better our own ukemi, our own waza gets better, but you have to know, you have to be proficient, first of all, technically. Yeah? And then things like uh, Aikido history and uh, martial history and all of these things, you can learn from books. But the actual physical uh, capabilities, you, know, you got to be, um, you got to have spent time on the mat. And if you haven't, then you have no business uh, spreading falsehoods. And the people who trust you to, you know, they're going to invest their time and money coming to you. And if you're a, you're a sham, you're, you're a thief, you're just taking their time and money. And that's uh, unforgivable. 
But, if you, but doing, people don't think about it like that. No. They don't even look to see what your qualifications are as a teacher. They don't, like you said that when you were talking in the last podcast, they said, who's this Doshu person? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is Doshu? Who is Doshu? Yeah, they didn't know. But um, in, in that case, they, they, they just, little information and it's fixed. But yeah. but if they don't know Kodagaishi or Tenkan. Oh, if a teacher doesn't know that, then they've got no business out there. You know, There's but, all these crazy falsehoods running around about Tenkan and how these techniques are done. And what are these, like the other day a student said, I said, oh, you, you're a bit on the short side and then your uh, uke is taller. Mm-hmm. Tenkan is in, in in the way in the way you're doing it. Tenkan is more for a taller person, mm-hmm. you know, as you come across yeah. over the top. He said, "I thought that." I go, it's, "Isn't it obvious? Mm-hmm. A taller person would have an easier time because they already have height on." Yeah, you, yeah, you know, but not that that's the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. He goes, "I said just based on the way you're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, you can't you can't get over the top because he's he's a foot taller than you, you know." But like that's the same thing. It's like. To teach people authentically, uh-huh. right? So you have, you have authentic intent in the movement as the uke or nage, mm-hmm. but now you have the authenticity or authentic as you teach people. Mm-hmm. So if you, if I teach you something, I should only teach within the bounds of my ability and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know, you don't know. If you're going to really try to teach things, like uh, I taught public school English. And there were a lot of things that I did not know. And I told him, well, kids, tell you what, I'll go check with Mr. So-and-so because he knows better than I do. I'll let you know tomorrow. Okay, come back. And if it, it was something like that, uh, if it was a grammar point or a literature point, that's it. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But in Aikido, it's different because you... Well, because it's they're going to have to go out in the parking lot and use it as they're being mugged yeah, or yeah, killed, yeah, right? yeah. And then you can't, oh, this hand goes like this, and you just make it up that day. Well, that, that kind of stuff, you better know it before you open that dojo door, how to do it and how to tell people, teach people how to do it. But you could still do it. See, it's like you can only teach steps one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Then you must just teach steps one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. But what happens, as someone once told me, it's about market share. So uh, I let we should let these people teach Yaido because of market share. We should let this person teach Aikido because of market share. And you think, yeah, you could do that for because it's a business. Mm-hmm. But a dojo is not a business. You yeah. are you were instructing people on the way, and you are instructing people in a martial way. They they might have to use it when the time comes, and then they yeah. can't because you taught you were riffing at that moment and scrambling for your life. So when you taught them koshinage, you just taught them any old way, and then they went to do it on a guy who was mugging them and got killed. Mm-hmm. But then usually you never even find out what happened. They go, mm-hmm. oh, he got mugged. But then he was using your lame lame koshinage <laughs> that you taught him. Because you don't have any ability. Yeah. Right? So there's got to be an authenticity in in on the in teaching. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, you cannot stop people from going out there and yeah, doing this, that. it's so, a free country. Yeah, yeah. This is America and it's a free country. But in the in the martial way, there was no like the old days. Someone would come by, yeah. beat you up, and break your kaban, yeah. break your sign in yeah. half, and you were done. And then if they beat you, they could take all your students. Yeah, yeah. You think, but they don't have that today. You go, wow, well, we're calling the cops. Yeah, wow. Yeah, 
But if someone did do- Dojo Yabure, you know, Dojo Storming yeah. showed up, you'd have to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, there was a story that uh, Kanai Sensei was mad at um, the student who studied open a dojo in LA. Mm-hmm. And Free Sensei took him there, and the um, Kanai Sensei tore his uh, rank certificate in half. You know, and you go, oh man, it's rough. Yeah. That's the thing. In the old days, it was rougher stuff. You yeah, had to be yeah. more authentic. You mm-hmm. had to be more genuine because there was a possibility mm-hmm. somebody would come by yeah. and try you on. I mean, it doesn't happen anymore. You just, I'm calling the cops. Yeah. So I think nowadays it is it it's uh it comes back to that let the buyer beware sort of thing. I think if people are more um aware of what they're going to be getting into that's the only defense we have it's it's like they should be more should aware. be more of it yeah so i, I guess in, in this case i i see a lot of it on on social media um well yeah there's like a famous not famous there's a high-ranking aikido teacher whose son-in-law totally like smat bashed one of my videos oh he's not even an aikidoist and i wanted to just like call the aikido teacher but what do you you know your son-in-law just did this, right? But then, and th- that's today. You can't do anything. Mm-hmm. If Bruce Sensei was alive, he would have went down to that guy's house and then. <laughs> but he would have called that teacher and re- and ripped that teacher yeah, a new one. Yeah. How dare your someone related to mm-hmm. you say those things about Aikido? But today you can't do anything. No. And then the person watches one second, ten seconds of your video, and then they go, "This totally looks fake. Everybody's wearing a dress." Not yeah. really understanding like all the nuances and all these things. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the hard part with the internet. It's creating this inauthenticity in Aikido because people are demonstrating things which aren't basic Kihon Waza. So then they're misunderstood, you know, or they're doing whatever they want, which is misunderstood because, and then that, there's that lack of authenticity there. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that's uh, the nature of uh, social media. Yeah it, yeah, it whatever anything goes, huh? And that's the the scary part. So, the the buyer, the the potential student, is really left in a, a, a what shall I say? <sighs> left to decide for themselves. And how are you going to decide looking at a video? And yep. even going to a dojo, if you see people just falling down, then you better know what you're looking for. Yeah, it, it's um. How do you know? How does the beginner know? How, well, they how don't. The novice don't. They don't know. Yeah, and that's why whoever is teaching, whoever is doing, must be authentic, mm-hmm. because the the person on the outside mm-hmm. doesn't know. Yeah. So you, everything must be authentic. From the intent mm. on the nage side, the intent yeah. on the uke yeah. side, and the intent in the teaching. That's the only way people are going to find authenticity. Yeah. So I think that's a good place yeah, to stop. I think so. Thank you very much. Thank uh, you for coming on. Yeah, thank you. And yeah. thank you everyone for watching and listening. Mm-hmm.